0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of DadCast. I'm your host, JP. Joining, as always, Nick Martin. How are you, bud?
1: What's up? I'm good, man. How are you?
0: I'm fantastic. We're doing. We're up a little bit earlier than normal today.
1: Well, you're up early. <laughs> I've been up since 3. <laughs> I, skipped, I skipped the gym, so I'm going to hit it as soon as we're done.
0: Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, today on the show, man, I'm really, really excited for this guy. Uh, not only is he... An NBA analyst. He is the host of a morning sports talk radio show called Rider Than You on CBS Sports Radio. I've been listening to him for years. We finally got him on Dadcast. Big fan. Welcome to the show, Mr. Bill Ryder. How are you, man?
2: What's up, guy? I'm good. Thanks for uh, thanks for having
0: me on. Absolutely, I'm I'm pretty excited for this. Being a radio guy myself, uh, we might end up talking a lot of shop here. Even though I was mentioned earlier, I work in a different genre, but I'm a huge sports fan, so this should go well. Nick will probably just hang out in the sidelines <laughs> for the entire show, but uh, much. we'll see how it goes, man. <laughs> so as a rite of passage, Bill, uh, are you a dad?
2: I am. I'm a. I'm a dad of a 12 year old daughter and a nine year old son. And as you dads know, they're the uh, the center of my universe. And uh, as my daughter discovered yesterday, occasionally, what happens as a dad goes on the show. And my wife, being my wife, played that clip for my daughter. So she was mad at me for about about two hours. But I am a proud (laughs) papa. Love my kids, and you guys know it's. It's the best journey on earth and it is so hard sometimes.
0: Oh man. Yeah. It's, it's the most difficult job I've ever had. And it doesn't end ever. Yeah. And you're getting into the fun part with your daughter too, man. Oh. She's
1: almost a teenager. You're, you're kind of screwed. Yeah, we
2: had, we had The first, the first dude reached out ever for permission to like see if they could hang out. And I, my head exploded. If you, I don't know where you guys are at, but, I'm in she's LA. 12. Hell no. Hell no is right. Yeah, so yeah. I, I shamed him on national radio. And then <laughs>
0: nice. That is yeah, the beauty it. of the job that we have. My daughter, my oldest, she's my stepdaughter. She's going to be 17 in December. And she's been going through the 14 going on 30 phase since 14 years old. And I had many opportunity to go on the air and uh, basically you – get. Know, no, uh, uh-uh, uh, you ain't doing it. Anyone listening to my voice who has any intention of hanging out in any form or fashion with my daughter knew no. not <laughs> exactly. freaking happening. But it's it's crazy, man, especially at that age with yeah. with with and, and daughters, you know, yeah, I, I'm I think not the
1: best is say, yeah, you can hang out, bring them over for dinner. I put on a tank top. I'm tattooed. I look kind of mean. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they usually I- don't come back.
2: I need to start working out and getting some tattoos, or have you over for that dinner?
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
2: Just give a little extra threat message there. The, the, the right. thing you
0: don't know though about Nick, he's only like five two, so <laughs> you know it's like, and it's like an intimidating Frodo. It, That's right. Hey, hey you know so what? Nick Sylvester's down Thrones the whole time. On the
2: yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm intimidated. <laughs> <laughs> It'll work.
0: So 12, and so your boy's the younger. So you actually, the daughter is of the older age. I'm reversed. Uh, my, my son is 11, and uh, my youngest daughter uh, just turned eight years old, little Miss Sassy Frass. She gets to see everything that older sister and older brother does, yep. and then likes to push the limit to see what she can get away with. Um, so I'm definitely thought I'm in trouble now. No. No, in a few years, then that comes along. It's going to get even worse. How is it with your boy being that you are nationally syndicated radio guy? Is he old enough to realize yet that dad is kind of a quasi famous celebrity type?
2: Kind of. I mean, yeah, it's interesting. So, so yes, in part, because just because of COVID, everything moved in the house. So they built. So I've got the radio thing. And I do a TV thing for CBS. They built like a little TV studio in the house. And that's the first time my son realized that people actually care sort of what his dad thinks. Although his entire sort of um, thought process is, does that mean you make enough money to buy me more Legos? (laughs) No no more Legos, no more superheroes, but he does, he does know. I mean, he, he, he is, he is aware. And it's kind of a, it's a weird thing because, I mean, I live in a neighborhood of ridiculously famous people. I live, I'm from Iowa, right? I'm from Iowa. I didn't see the ocean until I was 20. I didn't step foot in LA or New York until I was in my thirties, but we somehow live in this very nice part of LA where there's all these crazy famous people. And my son is confused when Zac Efron or Steve Nash or whoever it is, don't know me. I'm like, dude, daddy's like a Z level, Z level, right? Not even celebrity, whatever the person that some people know in some cities but they're definitely aware, and it's it, it's an interesting dynamic as they get older.
0: That's funny. And the answer to that question about more Legos, um, I give my own son is a simple and definitive no. I work in radio, son. You'll understand one day. Yeah, you know <laughs>
1: no, <that's> funny. <laughs> I, I wish I had your willpower, JP. Like I go to the store, and it's all about. Shark the baby
0: shark toys. Every time I go to the store, I'd buy a new baby shark well, toy. Don't get me Okay, and, and and Bill, so Nick is uh he just by the way, happy birthday, brother. We this is the first okay. uh recording of a podcast okay. we've done since you've had your birthday. He just turned yeah. 42.
1: All right, yeah.
0: and he has a one-year-old son.
1: Oh wow, yeah. Very
2: early. Are you sleeping though? Are you through so the I, I
0: have I have
1: six kids, man? I my oldest is 22 you have six kids? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So my my oldest, I was done, man. I was like done. My my youngest before this little guy is 15. So I was like, oh, man, Ooh. I got like six more years. They're they're gonna be moved on, doing the right. thing. I, I was fixed. I got remarried, and my wife's like, Hey, let's have a baby. So I was like, All right, let's let's do this. So we did it. And so you got unfixed. I got unfixed
2: because
1: went I got to IVF. Oh. Got a, yeah. Because wow. yeah.
2: I'm fixed. And I don't want my wife to know that one can get like, <laughs> on so,
1: it. Oh, we'll, uh, we'll edit
0: all that out. Mrs. Ryder, <laughs> if this ever gets to you, this is all false. That's right. This is not actually. It doesn't, it doesn't
1: work. It's a lot of pain.
0: We're in <laughs> an episode of Inception here. This It's not possible.
2: The, the word, is it's like with the Legos. Hell no. I love my kids. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, Two, I mean, because you're, you're in zone coverage. I mean, yeah. we're man-to-man. That's <laughs> right. enough. Nick Nick so you you
0: understand that's a football reference
1: that's yes I I understand (laughs) I did did play football surprisingly (laughs) enough
0: (laughs) defensively to be honest oh don't worry we're gonna get there I'm gonna go right up your your alley Bill I, I, I know you've already discussed three hours this morning already and countless hours in the history of your life but we're gonna get there I'm totally excited to pick your brain when it comes to that um but Nick yes I I can't go anywhere with either of my children. The, the oldest is kind of good. She just wants like clothes and Amazon gift cards, but oh, yeah. the eight year old and the 11 year old, they're still a daddy. I, will you buy me Roblox? And the son wants Fortnite crap and anything cool. you can download. And lately yeah. it's all about energy drinks for kids. If that even is such a thing, it's called G fuel. And I'm oh, like, wait wait, wait, wait a minute. Is that
1: Mountain Dew stuff?
0: No, it, it's like a powder, but they make it in energy Fair form Fortress. and then they make like sugar free, non make your kids go crazy okay, so just versions.
1: What, just what our kids need. They're already hyper enough. Yeah, know- so let's give them some more crap. Well,
0: it, it, Good it's, idea. It's gaming fuel.
1: So whoever invented that needs to get their ass kicked. Yeah, I,
2: was, I was thinking the exact
1: <laughs> or hang out with my kids for five hours.
2: Let's just line that inventor up with this with this kid who, who by the way, the kid that that wanted to hang out with my daughter. He's an eighth grader. She's a seventh grader. Let's just line them up together, and we'll just hire someone to kick some ass.
0: <laughs> I'm yes. in. I'll fly down. I'm from Southern California, man. So oh, you are? yeah, I, I can. Down. I got any excuse to come home. <laughs> so I, I listened to your show, and you mentioned you live in a shack in the middle of a. Uh, the, what exactly area if you want to share yep. what what town do you live in
2: so we live in manhattan beach
0: okay in, yeah. okay in la
2: which is awesome it's a little beach community i mean we're so we' were, so we, we moved to la seven years ago when my kids were four and one and i didn't know anything about la I had to move last minute where they were launching fox sports one i i got hired to work there and so we just we settled on a little tiny house tiny little i mean it looked like a, a hobbit hovel made of dirt Nick would I think love it, it. might have been actually made of dirt. And then we moved to Brooklyn and we moved back and we got this, we actually like, couldn't find a place, couldn't come out. So we just had a realtor just rent us a place in our budget. We show up, it's tiny. It's it's cool. It's a tiny little, tiny little cottage. And we are surrounded by mansions. And so the first, we moved back, my daughter, we're flying back to LA and she, uh, she never brought up boys before. This is two, almost two and a half years ago. Right. So she's probably 10, nine or 10. And she has this crush on Zac Efron because he's in some movie she saw on the plane. I'm just like, oh, my God, it's, it's starting. We're driving to the house. And she goes, Daddy, do you think Zac Efron, we're, we're going to meet Zac Efron? Because, you know, it's L.A. Like, oh, yeah. And she's really sad. We're, mov- we're leaving New York. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he'll meet Zac Efron. I'm sure he's around. We pull into this alley where our house is and straight in front of us is a giant mansion. I swear to God. Zach Efron is standing there. Just, the <laughs> screaming. <laughs> turned out Zach Efron was our neighbor for three days. I turned to my wife I'm like, we gotta get the bleep out of here. We cannot live in this house. Right. <laughs> but he mercifully moved. So yeah, I'm in this tiny little shack, and there's normal people around me, but there's a bunch of crazy celebrities who just just live in the neighborhood.
1: Well, you know, that's not a horrible no, thing. But well, while we're on Zach Efron, Zach is a dad. Oh, so, since we're name dropping but- Zach Efron, if you actually happen to watch this, <laughs> we would love to have you on the podcast.
2: I'll, if I see him, he hasn't been around in a while. I didn't know he was a dad. Could yeah,
1: dad. yeah, he had a baby, I guess, like three or four years ago. It's kind of he doesn't post about it too much, but hey. well, if you're gonna name turns drop, out we have an agent that works for
0: Disney that yeah. happens to to know who he is. So he's actually. Uh, Okay, I can say this because I'm pretty certain this episode won't drop prior to us announcing, but um, Stafford, we're probably going to get Stafford on the show. Oh, that's
1: um, great. Right.
0: In fact, he's already uh, committed. We just need to figure out a date because, you know, schedules are a little bit hectic right now for NFL stars. <laughs> he's
1: going
2: to be a great dude, too. Like yeah. He's supposed to be a great guy. That's awesome.
0: But so, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to that. But Ted, he's a huge Rams fan, and uh, he... He's like, yeah, I'll get you Stafford. Yeah, just let us know when. We're like Sweet. Mom. Yeah.
2: You named yeah, tomorrow.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a they're they're prepping, Nick. Well, let's just give us some time. It's all right. We don't, we don't need to get him right away. We got Bill. All right. We got Bill friggin' writer. He's writer than you. Great name, by the way. I always want to tell you that in person. Um so okay, now you threw me all off. We're starting to Oh yeah, we're talking about name dropping. Uh if you want to name drop, you know. This guy personally knows Jim Rome. So, yeah, we'd love oh. to get him on. But that's probably that – that's awesome. that's one of my bucket lists. You were on that bucket list. Check. We've got uh, Dwayne, the Rock Johnson. We'd love to get him on. Uh, Jim Rome. And then, of course, Nick really, really wants Joe Rogan. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Jim Rome would be, would be great. I mean, he's – and I know Jim professionally. He's been right. amazing to me. But, the you know, when I've talked to him sort of in passing, when I've been on a TV show – I mean, his. I mean, he's a dad. Yeah, and that's a big part of big part mm. of his life too.
0: But he's just so busy, and I don't. I think he'd probably yeah. yell at me.
2: <laughs> he's a. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> I, he's such a good person. I, I don't know him well enough. I would never call him and have a beer with him. He's just been amazing to me professionally and yeah. everybody else that he's interacted with. But he is such a good dude. Yeah. And not and, everybody you know this. Not everybody is in this business. Right. Far from him. He's a he's one of the yeah. good guys. He really is.
0: No, I was right. pretty I was and and I could talk about this on the podcast cuz I have no shame. I no longer work there. But when I heard you uh, last week uh covering for uh, Bill on Friday or excuse me for Jim, I was like, "Yes, I finally get my my rider fixed because they ungraceful they just yanked. Why well, I'm telling you, just right. one morning you were not on. And it's Dan Patrick and I'm like, "Did did something happen?" did 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 what is going on so i still know the program director of the sports station and i called him up and i was like dude what is going on because i always complain with him you know it, it, anytime you know an imaging piece drops or overlaps something else i like to give him shit <laughs> yeah. and you know i call him on it and uh because he gets all super sensitive you know how radio goes. it's it's fun well, are- and i no longer work with him so i can just totally mess with him but I'm like what's going on and he's like well uh competition across the street am 730 at the time is no longer and they were carrying a lot of the fox uh shows and um had dan patrick and he said well we had an opportunity to get the number one morning radio show for sports out there and we took it i'm like so no more bill he's like no man sorry oh,
2: man, so younger although I, dan's great i mean dan's i mean yeah. like, that's a talented he's a talented dude
0: but yeah i was i was pretty bummed man so I'm now bummed to hear it yeah, it sucks. But we get you when we cover you. And if anyone, and of course, come on, we live in 2021. If I really, really, really want to take an effort, I can just whip this out Bluetooth and, yeah, on the there, and then we're good. So I'm, I'm just so like the, the the habit of just hitting that button and going. Yes. Anyway. So that's the story of uh, no longer hearing Bill Ryder in Southern Oregon. Sorry, man. I
2: love Oregon too. I mean, it's such a, it's such a great market. My wife and I, we used to drive up there before the kids got so old. We were full-time taxi drivers for uh-huh. soccer and the various sports. We would just drive from L.A. to Portland, just drive around Oregon, man. It, beautiful country.
0: Yeah, Portland is – we're southern Oregon, so Portland is kind of scary, especially for the you I know like the Portland. blue color. Don't get me wrong. It's exactly. I'm from L.A. and big city. It's cool. But the last couple of years with this, the state of the world and everything, it's uh, –
2: the world's messed up. It,
0: is, uh, it, is, it can be a scary place, especially overnight and, and especially during the election years.
2: <laughs> Northern California to southern Oregon is some of the prettiest places I've ever been in my entire life.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's a good correct. place to live. Like right now, we're in a spot where in the morning it's 50 degrees. In the afternoon, it's hitting 90 And at certain times of the year, you can go to the ocean and surf. You can head inland and ski, and then decide to take a rafting trip all in the same day. And then, if you really have the energy, you can go hiking. So I mean, life is good. Life is good. I don't know why you want to leave so bad, Nick.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. I want to go. I want to move to Vegas. I want to get to the hub of where everything that we do with DadCast is happening dude i like vegas
2: i don't know i mean i wanted an eight eight day bachelor party and barely survived so i don't know if i could live there but vegas is fun yeah, yeah,
1: this, see, is I this is on the outskirts i wouldn't live on the strip i wouldn't right. i would stay away from the strip i would just you know kind of there's there's some really nice towns on the outskirts that are just like southern oregon but i
0: mean 85 degrees hotter on any given day
1: it is, it is hot it is hot oh. vegas that's why God made swimming pools.
0: <laughs> uh, so the, that bachelor party, I'm assuming that was prior to being a, a dad.
2: No. So my brother, oh. who I love, my my best friend, but he's three years younger than me. He was a, uh, you know, never do, never do well. Was a, was a, was a wild dude. He was like, if I ever get married, you got to come to an eight day bachelor party. Promising that felt like promising. If you ever dunked on Jordan, I would do something crazy. And then he like <laughs> met a sweet girl and settled down and. I was like, Oh shit, I gotta go. So we did, it was eight <laughs> days. I mean, it was,
0: I don't know that fast. that that's like hangover status right there. It eight was. days.
2: I mean, we, so that's I know, impressive. I know, I knew an, a casino owner from my NBA days who, who took us to a club I would never access David ghetto would never have gotten in. And, and we <laughs> lost one of my brother's best friends who was down to his last $13 and we found him long story short, we found him. We thought he was dead. We found him 24 hours later, passed out in our room, and we turned him over, and he had two black eyes. We checked his pulse; <laughs> and he was alive, and we couldn't wake him up. So we went to eat. We came back up; he had like thirty-one thousand dollars in chips in his pockets. He was down to thirteen dollars. He doesn't, he does he? Doesn't know how he got it. He has two. He doesn't. I don't. Yeah, man, it was. <laughs> I behaved, but a lot of people that badger party did not. It. We. I, he did everything but burn down the hotel room. Oh,
0: it was that's burned. a great story. I'm actually heading it to, to Vegas tomorrow what is it no it's tuesday i'm leaving thursday um okay full disclosure papa is a huge 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 raider fan so i'm going to see uh the raider game against miami where uh i'm per, i'm fairly certain that because I'm, I'm not convinced remember i'm a raider fan so i know this team so they're probably going to go two and one because why wouldn't they uh, you know they're playing an, a winless Miami team who couldn't no do squat, right? So of course they're going to lose that game. <laughs> but they get past that and go three and zero, I'll be like, yeah, maybe hold a little hope. But
1: so I'm going to give you another scenario. They're playing at home. This is like, isn't this like the first season they're playing in their new stadium? First like, season with
0: uh, with fans allowed back the in.
1: Fans, right?
0: Yeah, they're going to go three and zero. It's it is Miami. You know yeah, they, yeah, they should. But keep in mind, Raider fan. I know, oh, what, I, I, I know what happens. They'll probably go 8-0 and, and then lose the final friggin' 9 this year. And I, business I'm
2: man. not a Gruden guy, but they look good. <laughs> I mean, so they've beaten the Ravens and the Steelers? Is that yeah, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah, those are good wins.
0: Yep. And then this morning's power rankings come out, and I don't hold much stock in power rankings, but you've got both the Chiefs and the Ravens above the Raiders. Raiders I did beat. That. Yeah, you did. Yeah.
2: I did heart and I had, I had the Raiders six. It's six two and the Ravens four.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, if the Raiders beat, beat the Ravens who I beat know. the chiefs. I
2: know.
0: I, I know. You know why? I know. Because it's, I Raiders. It. it's, the Raiders. it's the Raiders. It's the Raiders. I know. And, and that is the hump that we yeah. need to get over. Oh, we just need to make the playoffs, man. But Derek Carr looking good. And we'll get that. He looks great. It's
1: good. Do we do, does do does need Derek good. Carr on
0: the podcast, by the way. Oh, we're trying, man. We got to hook up in Vegas We're it's going to happen. Brian Lindsay is going to work his magic. We're going to, we're going to get him. but again, busy. And once Stafford comes on, then, and it. okay. Now we're going to need to get 31 other quarterbacks on the show.
2: I mean, Stafford, that's a level. That's a level right there.
0: Yeah, it is. I can't wait for that one, man. That's That's going to be, that's going to be good stuff. Now he's in LA. Oh, are your kids sports fans? Are they, uh,
2: yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's interesting. I, um, I talk about sports for a living and I love sports, but I, when I watch sports, I watch them for work. I'd never been a soccer fan ever. Like I played it, but I never been. And I've kind of gotten into soccer as just a way to watch sports and not have to worry about what I have to say on the radio or on TV. So they are huge soccer fans. They play, they love the Lakers, which is really difficult for me. I mean, I'm, I don't dislike LeBron, but I've covered LeBron my whole career and I'm, I mean, I'm from the Midwest. So it's really weird to have kids who are like LA fans. But yeah, they they So I've got, I promised to take them a Lakers game, a Rams game, a Dodgers game. So I'm basically going to be poor for the rest of the year. <laughs> I mean, it is, I had no idea how much money parents spend on sporting events until I, my kids got a little bit older because I've always gone for free, right? I just get a credential and I go. And yeah. I'm like, really, it is outrageously, it, it's it's hundreds, oh, and hundreds, gotta and hundreds gotta
1: of dollars. You got to buy the jersey, you got to buy right. the hats, you got to get the food. Thankfully, they're not drinking
0: like beers crazy. yet. That's yeah, right. Oh my
2: God! If Daddy drinks <laughs> beers. So get two, two beers and an ice cream. It's eighty nine dollars. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah,
0: you can get a hotel room with the cable with the game on the TV and the sting for cheaper than that.
2: That's exactly it. But they know they love. Yeah, they love sports, and uh, it's interesting because I live in this community where there's a lot of athletes and a lot of pressure on kids at a crazy young age to perform. I mean, I've seen five year olds get yelled by their dads at ISO games and like we're gonna watch three hours of tape today. So we kind of take a very no-pressure philosophy on sports with our kids because I play a lot of sports I talk about sports. We're surrounded by sports. And they, on their own, just sort of pick them up and, and love them. Like, if they want to do piano and not do sports, cool. But they are, they are huge sports fans.
0: Now, you're a big tennis fan. I am. Yeah. Now, does ping pong, in your opinion, relate into the tennis world?
2: It relates in the sense that I look like on a, on an athlete scale, one to 10, to be a two and I dominate that sport too. I love okay. table tennis. Okay. I got some, so okay. I went to a wedding. You, are you? I went to a wedding that I, I was in a wedding a month ago with my cousin in, in, in Wisconsin, didn't know any of the guys. Cause my, my cousin, she was getting married. The groom put me in to be nice. And so I just, I whooped up on these poor fools before the wedding. I love table tennis.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. So God, when, if you're a religious man or believe in that sort of thing, gives, 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 gives uh, people gifts. All right. I got two of them in okay. my opinion. One is this gloriously perfect voice. This is a good voice. And the other is ping pong. Oh okay. <laughs> so oh, thrown. So yeah, I, I Gauntlet has been thrown. Uh if and when I ever get the chance to meet you in person, and there's a friggin' ping pong table there. Done. You and I, mono imano. Mano, and Done. I think maybe if I wanna up the ante here. Yeah. You uh, you already have your status in the world. That is sports radio. We are uh, – this this podcast is actually – it's growing beyond levels we ever imagined. Okay, I knew it would, but it's going much faster than we expected it to. In fact, yeah. we just eclipsed, I think, over 150,000 followers on all social media. And the wow. one thing that is – eighty five thousand. Okay, see, there we go. And uh, the only thing that is minute at this point, which is my baby, is – the YouTube channel, I'm trying to get to heights, but everything else is like huge. Anywho, I'm thinking charity, ping pong, writer versus Pierce. Yep. And we donate, you know, half of whatever proceeds to each. You know, you pick one, we'll pick one, and uh, it should be fun. But that's, I'm going to save that for when we are over 1 million. All right, maybe I'm in. Social Let's media. Go. Yeah, and it's on, it's right here. I
2: mean, no, you I might know. be
0: inviting the fox into the hen house, though. I'm just telling you. Right? I feel like an idiot. Yeah, you know, you, uh, that's funny you, you say doing that. Doing because a
1: safe challenge, you have no idea. You know I what I like? I the gauntlet down on a UFC fighter. And I'm like, I'm
0: going to kick your ass. It can I, can like, I tell the story? <laughs> yeah, let me just, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set you up. I'm going to set Bill up, and then you can finish the story. Are you a UFC fan, Bill?
2: I am. I used to cover it and then I've gotten so busy. I don't cover like I used, but I know Dana to a certain degree. And yeah, I've been to a bunch of the, yes. So if I
0: drop a name, you should probably know the fighter. He's, he's not an unknown Josh Berkman. Yep. Okay. He is on the podcast. Uh, That episode drops in a couple of weeks here on the channel. Um, I'm going to leave it at that, Nick.
1: (laughs) So I uh, am in the like what three days in having COVID or something, right? I'm like not thinking clear. This is months ago, mind you. And uh, I'm, like, come up with this great idea. Like, I want to have an exhibition fight with Josh Berkman. So I challenge him. And then I'm, like, well, let's bring him out to Grants Pass. We'll do it in Grants Pass, Oregon. We'll film it. And we'll sell it to Netflix or something. So, yeah, I threw the gauntlet down on Josh Berkman in the midst of a COVID crisis. (laughs) And I'm, like, (laughs) not thinking clearly. And JP goes and table tennis.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Bottom line, <laughs> though, Berkman
1: I think a table tennis.
0: Berkman agreed, and that oh, fight yeah. was, was actually great. yes. And he, he's uh, he was going to come out. It was like a week ago, but yeah. our area yeah. of the world actually we have the glorious. Uh, we're known right now for being the hotbed of the new Delta variant COVID infection, so we pushed it all back.
1: COVID rates in the country where we live. Do you guys know the name
2: Pat Militich? Do you know that name from MMA circles? He trained a bunch of guys back in the day. He was like an old fighter in the in the 90s. And he used to have a gym in eastern Iowa. And I went there once to train because I boxed a little bit. And I wanted to get in shape when I was young. I didn't drink as much as I do now. And I didn't, didn't look like a dad bod guy. And I showed up. And those guys kicked the living crap out of each other so much. I'm like, you know what? I was a <laughs> newspaper writer then. I'm just going to write about this. And for, I'm so glad because they would have broken me in half. So, uh, Nick, good
0: luck. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But it's still <laughs> there's happening. More,
1: there's more to this. So when when I threw that challenge out, I think I weighed about 275, 280. I was just starting to lose some weight. So I took up jujitsu, started training super hard. I'm down to 210 right now. So, wow.
0: The um, man, so I, I, yeah, I, I he's lost 80
1: pounds. I've been told if minute. I can last a minute and a half, I have a future in the UFC. And I told that person,
0: No. Oh, I thought I'm that was thinking. your wife talking to you, but no, oh, no never no, mind. My wife's so.
1: Don't do this, <laughs> so.
2: right? Are you? Like, I mean, I you you. Are you? Do you think you have enough? The sort of array of fighting skills to absolutely work? not? Not yeah, <laughs> I even. I,
1: I know how to run. <laughs> <laughs> There's a cage. There's, yeah, exactly.
0: yeah. <laughs> right. I'll climb the damn cage. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you know Berkman's gonna. Go, he's not gonna go full bore.
1: No, it's it's going to be fun. Right. I, I think just the jujitsu has been awesome. The the little bit that I've learned so far, just with that, and then I wrestled in high school. I boxed for a long time, so I've got a little bit, but not not anywhere
0: near what Berkman's got. He's going to get, he's gonna get his. These are going to be like Berkman's. Be like here, Nick. Here is your ass. Gonna, yeah. So my my doctor
1: you. actually told me we need to hold off until this COVID scare is done, just in case Berkman does put me in the hospital because. Yeah, there's not no room seen by a doctor for like 20 hours. If I end up in the hospital, that's a fair point. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, thanks doc. Yeah, <laughs> yeah You know, it's going to
0: happen, hard. but yeah, see smart ping pong, Nick. Ping-pong, and it's I funny. So I, I was going to tell you uh, for fun. When people come and tell me when they're really good at ping pong and they want to play, I'll play them left-handed and usually win. But if they're okay, and they're doing all right. Then I'll be like, "Oh my gosh, I forgot I'm right-handed."
2: I'll play it left-handed,
0: and then oh, so he.
2: Come on, baby! All
1: right, all
0: right, good.
2: I will play left-handed the whole time.
0: No, 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 no! no. I want the best of writer.
1: All right, so so when this is gonna Here's happen? No, I am left-handed. Dressed up oh like well, okay. John McEnroe, little short tennis shorts, tight tank tops, headbands. You, you want to go '80s style? Yeah, 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 I mean, I can grow a fro.
2: I had a fro like three months ago. I'll go like big old yes. curly
1: hair. That's yeah, yeah. It, we got
0: to go real deal, man. We can't just. Right. You know, Dude, yeah. I'm wearing those thick neon, yes. little tiny
1: short shorts, tight <laughs> yeah, tank tops, all right. <laughs> white the yeah. white. I want to. Yes, all white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. I want to yeah. be intimidated.
0: I want. I want to know this is for real. No, it's fine. I I did the same thing with a buddy of mine. His name's Jay Rapp. He was a uh, Division I doubles tennis player at Nebraska, I believe, back in the 90s. Won a title. Uh, You can look it up. Um, I think it's Nebraska. If I got the college wrong, Jay, I'm sorry. Um, He's really good, and we did the same type of event locally, very small here in Southern Oregon, um, for the uh, Ethan Jostad Foundation. Uh, It's cancer for kids. And he talked all his smack too, and he played tennis, and he's an actual legitimate collegiate champ. And uh, I, 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 I wiped the floor with him.
2: Are you like Forrest Gump? Is this? Is it? We're gonna have some Forrest Gump style.
0: I, I can. Yes, I can slam it from any angle, close, back, side, whatever. Uh, it's yeah. It, it, I haven't played in a while, but it, it's – that's no excuse. I hadn't played in a while when I whooped on J-Rap. So, I, yeah, if this happens and when it happens – let me say not if. When it happens, there yeah. will be training involved, and that's going to be some good <laughs> montage video right there.
2: Okay. And I got my kids continue, to cheer. I'm just telling the last guy who did this with me did it with basketball, young athletic guy that was my board op when I was in L.A., and I was like, all right, man. And I, a uh, a bunch of people came out. We had a film with a crew. I beat that poor bastard 11 to nothing. And Every year I tweet out on the anniversary, I tweeted at him just to let him know. It's, I mean, I'm sure that won't happen. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying,
0: No, no, that's I'm, all right. Talk it up, man. Talk, 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 talk. <laughs> I love I'm it. Just, I love it. Oh no, no. I'm excited, man. This is, I. I would, I'm not kidding. This is a great cause we can come up with and, you know, bringing two together, we'll uh we'll make it happen, man. In the future, I'm thinking springish next year when the weather's nice.
2: I'm going to get my ass kicked in table tennis for for a good cause.
0: Absolutely, good. and so am I. All right, but it's not going to happen. We should
1: bring this uh this little challenge to Vegas. I think we should meet in Vegas
0: to do it inside the octagon. Ooh, because we got That's we got good. some friends. You know, I don't know if you know about the uh, the tough enough the the minor leagues at UFC. Yeah. Um, of course. They've been on hold because of COVID, but we uh, we have some friends that basically run that show, and we are going to actually do some episodes of the podcast uh, in the Octagon as well with some of the fighters who are dads. I can think of no better way to do it than a put a ping pong table inside the Octagon as well.
1: That's right.
0: All, right. All right. Maybe even Matt Phillips with Arena Wars, man. He just got that NBC contract. I don't know if that's yeah. going to be against the CBS, but oh, yeah. Okay, man, I'm in. I'm in. All I'm right. excited. Yeah. Let's. Let's shift gears, man. Are the kids down for ping pong? <laughs> no, <I'm kidding.
2: laughs> no I, I actually haven't. I was thinking I, I I have not taught them I have not taught them the ping pong yet. I need to get on that because we've just got access to a table at a place we go sometimes.
0: Yeah, that's that's how I learned, man. My big brother, he was decent. And we had a, a ping pong table inside the community pool area in the condominium village I grew up in, Thousand Oaks, California. That's where I grew up, by the way, Ventura County. Oh, yeah. And uh I just spent every summer every waking minute there from probably 9 years old to 18 and then one day i beat big brother when i was like 15 That's and he and he never beat me again and i just i took off and and then it was all about can i beat jp and no one could ever i've lost like 3 matches in 20 years just saying I'd-
2: I know it doesn't bode well for me. <laughs> <I> <laughs>
0: but then, it, it, but but there is going to be that time. Here, I told me I'd get off of it, and here I, I am. I'm keep going. Uh, There'll be a time that you know I, I do talk enough garbage and talk enough smack where I will lose. And if and if it is to Bill Ryder, well, man, I can't think of a better opponent.
2: I get we'll see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nick, what you got, man?
1: I'm just basking in this greatness that's going to happen i can't wait
0: where what okay i know right when was your uh first time you cracked open a mic on radio where were you how old were you and how did you get to that
2: really late in the game so so my sort of crazy weird stories i i was a newspaper writer i covered politics i covered bill clinton i once i once like cornered him under the urinal when he was going to the bathroom is my claim to fame i, I didn't inhale yeah I'm, I'm what's going on <laughs> take a pee and uh kind of randomly got into sports writing Got a big break to cover LeBron James when he went down to Miami in 2010-11. My God, is 10 years ago? Yeah. And had never – so I was 32 maybe at that age. I'd never spoken on the radio. And a show called The Loose Cannons when Pat O'Brien and Steve Hartman used to be on Fox Sports Radio, maybe halfway through that season, asked me to come on. I'd never been on the radio. I'm like, sure. I was a guest, right? I was a guest. And then at the end of the year, a guy named Don Martin, who runs CBS for or not CBS, uh, Fox four Radio nationally, uh, offered me a chance to go into a radio to be the third host on a radio show with two great guys who, like most radio hosts, like the mic and don't like to share the mic. So I think in the first two segments, I said three words that that got shouted down. And that was I mean, that was nine years ago. And somehow, I don't know, I got a weekend show and then I just you know how radio is. It just it kind of worked out. So I came to it really late in life. And the first time I really hosted, I was in a studio alone in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, two guys were talking over me. I didn't say a single word the first segment. And the producer of the show, a guy named Sam Batesh, who's now a good friend of mine and my boss, uh, comes down the line. Right. And I'm super nervous. He goes, hey, that was in t- LA fashion that build. That was beautiful. It was magic. I love everything you're doing. You're so talented. It's just, it's so great. you love it. Just maybe, just maybe just talk just a word or t- just start there and say more words. I didn't say anything for, and then yeah, I woke up one day cause I was living in Kansas city and I woke up one day and I was living in LA doing TV at night, radio during the day. And America's amazing, man. Life is good. I'm pretty,
0: I'm a pretty blessed dude. That's awesome. Yeah. I've been, so I've been doing it like 20 years and I'm I wouldn't say I'm tired of talking behind the mic. I'm good at it. I like it. It's my friend. We love it. But Nick over here, <laughs> for the first season or two of these shows, I was like, Nick, you're you really, you got to co-host. The very yeah, definition the means <laughs> you need to talk.
1: It's and, hard. And uh, it's used to it.
0: he's yeah. he's gotten much better. He's gotten much better. I'm, I'm, an, I'm an intimidating voice, but I'm not past. I I, I welcome it. If anyone anyone comes on this show and decides they just want to chat the entire hour and i don't have to totally okay with it and tom again, Arnold, he did that yeah we had tom arnold on who oh, man he's a talker oh he <laughs> is and who you should check that episode out if you ever get an hour out of your day you're it's, driving man it's <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's interesting we'll just put it that way <laughs> very very interesting i can't believe that man is not in jail i'm sorry tom
1: that's right or like he doesn't own it, owe his wife, like his ex-wife, millions of dollars. Like,
2: Isn't Tom Arnold from Iowa? Is that is that am I thinking that right? I'm
0: gonna Google it. It's I think I think, think so. Or somewhere think, in that area, maybe Wisconsin.
2: Some I think point. his oh, sister Ohio,
1: she was like the the meth queen
0: of yeah, something. of
2: Iowa, where yeah. I'm from. I'm from Iowa. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to yeah, yeah. I mean his sister did go to jail.
0: Oh yeah. They had a oh, yeah. she had a Netflix documentary yeah. on it. Yeah. Right. I haven't
2: sister. seen it yet. I, I have loved ones who knew her in that capacity in Iowa. Wow, yeah,
0: yeah, crazy. I'm Tom, not gonna. I'm not gonna dig any deeper on that one, Bill. I, I, don't ask. Don't okay, ask. I'm not taking on that one.
1: <laughs> but hey, definitely watch Tom's documentary on his sister, though. It's actually really good. Is it good? Yeah, it, it's it's really good.
2: I'm actually getting into documentaries. I've never watched them, and I've watched a bunch lately. Like Dude, I'm me too.
1: I, I'm all about the Netflix documentaries. I watched... Good. It's our age, so you guys. Good. It's our age. It's, yeah. Damn. I would much rather watch that than This Is Us. <laughs> I've
2: you, never seen a minute
1: of that Neither show. have I.
2: And now I know that, like, the guys... Sorry, if you haven't seen it, turn this off. The guy dies or something? Like, I don't want to watch that crap. What? I know.
1: I know. When he That's died, depressing. I was like, damn it, this is the saddest show in the whole world.
2: In a fire? Is
0: that, like, what? Like everyone's crying <laughs> one day at work? But it, like, what? It, never watching this. My lady watches it. So of course I get to hear the rundown of every show she ever watches that I don't watch because of course, of course I want to know. Right. But so I get to hear about it, but apparently it's a pretty unique show and the fact that yes, he died, but it's kind of like lost where they like, we're going to bring you back, but film an entire separate area of your life. So you're still in the show. It well, just it's, this it's happened in the seventies or something along those lines.
1: So yeah, so they go back and tell the story of when the kids were little, then they tell the story when they're adults, and how oh, wow. the dad ties in. It's it's a good show. I'm that not gonna lie. How do we get fire? from
0: kids to talking about this is us? I don't know.
1: Nick, I, whole, you if, I, I blame Nick. Emilia on the show,
0: name drop. <laughs> I have a question, and, and we're I'm I'm reeling it back in here for the kids. Uh, how did you, as a father, and and, and the wife, you know, being parents navigate last year with your kids in school in LA in California in COVID. How, how did that personally work it, out in your family?
2: It, it was really hard. And we, we, I was in New York and my career was going really well, right? Like we moved to New York. I got my own TV show. I got, had my own radio show at night for four hours. Um, I was doing a bunch of stuff, big CBS, and I never saw my kids. I, I literally would leave my house in Brooklyn at eight in the morning and get home at 11 at night. And then I would, you know, on Saturday, play, be playing with my kids. I would fall asleep on, on, on the, on the floor. So we, one day, my wife was just like, we're going back to LA. I had permission to go back. I didn't want to uproot my kids from school. My daughter was thriving in Brooklyn. My son was not. So when we moved back, we were sort of like, all right, it's a reset. Daddy's going to be around a lot more. I compacted my work schedule so I could be home for dinner and like actually be a father and be a better be around. And a short time after that, the whole world shut down. So for us, we got a little bit lucky in the sense that we'd had two years, and I love my kids, and we're super close. And my kids are close to me, but I wasn't around very much, and they didn't see me, and I didn't get to have dinners with them. So for for us, we got pretty lucky that like being stuck together in a house for five or six months, at least for me, was kind of a strange blessing. And we live in LA, and we have this little beach. I mean, we have a little beach cottage, right? So it's tiny, but we have a great little location. We have an amazing yard, so we spend all of our time outside. We drove all over LA and looked at the Hollywood sign and all the crap you'd never see because it was a zombie movie. There were nobody on the sh- I mean, there were we would go up in the Hollywood Hills and just pull over at the height of the pandemic in the middle of the street and look out because nobody was up there. My wow. wife and I started cooking more often. Uh, my son, and we, we're pretty open about it, has a has dyslexia, which we had discovered pretty like right at the start of the pandemic. And it, and so it allowed us to really work with him on just how his brain needs to process information in a different way. So he started to thrive. Like we, I know it's not true for everybody. We all got COVID the very first few weeks of, of the pandemic and got really sick and then we're okay. We had a pretty amazing experience because I was around, we were able to help my son with sort of what he specifically needed for his education. I'm really close with my kids, but hadn't seen them a lot. Right. So we got to play tennis together and we got to walk along the beach and we, it wasn't as bad for us as it, as it might've been for other, for other people.
0: That's good to hear. Was that the catalyst for, uh, you no longer doing the uh, evening show?
2: Yeah, that's exactly what it was.
0: So I remember so listening to you was, signing off that night.
2: Oh, it was so sad. Uh, I love that show. I mean, I like that show and, and the crew that I worked with, you know, it was like family and it's, it's kind of luck and kind of magic to find a show that works and the audience likes it. And, and the people you work with, you love. And I've done radio shows. I've had hosts, that I hated and it's miserable. It's a, so this was a different experience. And what happened was, I'll just tell you, I don't, I don't care. Um, I have two jobs. I work at CBS sports radio in the morning and CBS sports sports in sort of the evening. And I work under contract like you probably do. Right. And so basically my deal was coming up in a year and I, I was offered a four year deal, which is a long time in our business, (laughs) a long time guaranteed. Right. And it was good timing with the pandemic as it turned out just before the pandemic. But I had to I had to cover the NBA again full time, give up my TV show, cover the NBA. And that meant I couldn't do radio at night. It was a really hard decision, yeah. so just financially and job security. Like if I didn't have kids or my kids were off in college, I wouldn't have done it, frankly, because uh, I love that show. So, yeah, I, and I thought I was done with radio. And then they came back to me, I guess, eight months later, a year ago now, and and offered this this sort of time slot during the day but but yeah uh, when i signed off on that show man that was a, i was so bum- i was so depressed cuz radio when it's great is the best thing on earth yeah. just like radio when it's it's like a marriage probably when it's amazing it's amazing and when it's awful it makes you want to bash your skull on the on you know on, on, on in the wall on the wall
0: yeah but was- I, I was yeah. in that bashing my head against the wall point right pre covid so we're talking january 2020 and yeah. i was thinking about and trying to navigate how I'm going to exit this particular company when they did it for me.
2: It's weird how those, those mixed bl- uh, hidden blessings come Right, right.
0: <laughs> and, and it was scary. Don't get me wrong. But literally next week, everyone got canned or put on furlough anyway because of COVID. So right. I probably would have been on the chopping block regardless because uh, I made the most money of the people right. that work there. So like, hey, let's get rid of him. me. <laughs> it's radio. But I started my own radio business. And it's called Pirate Radio. It's if you are sipping drinks in a tiki bar somewhere in South Florida or the Caribbean and there's music playing in that tiki bar, that is what Pirate Radio is. And uh, it's a streaming service. We've got over 100,000 listeners worldwide on a daily basis. Oh, um, so I, I decided I had to unlearn everything I learned in radio and relearn it a different way because now i had no rules and i had no boss i was my own boss and anyway pirate radio it's awesome check it out it's streaming that's what i do along with this podcast and about 17 other jobs these days but i i get it that's it's difficult and i was very sad too and then i was so super stoked when i got to hear you back on the show and then i was and then they, they freaking yanked it out from under me again
2: business i know
0: It's because, you know, how this
2: works. I mean, we're national. And so at night we were cleared in a lot of places Yep. and we're not cleared as major in the day. And I love, I mean, I love my, that's the other thing. I've, I've worked for good people and bad people. And I work for really good people, both on TV and radio. And that's a huge difference maker, but I do, I miss the old show. I mean, for we were four hours and a lot of radio, but I love like that crew, the three guys I worked with are among my closest friends. I mean, it's just, and you know, how it goes sometimes, uh, there are people I worked with at another sh- shop that are on the other end of the spectrum, it's right? Our interpersonal relationship. So,
0: I also um, miss and, and I haven't heard from him since, but uh, Scotty Farrell, I is he even doing radio anymore?
2: Yeah, I know. Scotty left, right? Scotty left shortly after I did, I think, like right yeah. at the exact yeah. time. He's due, I should know this. Is it sports grid? He's a really good dude, talented dude. Yeah, he's so he's. He's, he's on, but, I, you know, I, I he's not on where I live. So I haven't heard Scott Stern right. in a while.
0: So, yeah, it's just crazy how you, you, you like something and love something, and then they're gone. Unless, of course, you're Howard Stern and you make millions and you can be on anything everywhere. Yeah, Howard's doing okay. He's doing all right. That's, he's doing all uh, right, man. That's like the one radio guy in the history of the world that when you – know, everyone thinks it's funny. You know, I'll go in here and go, what do you do for a living? I'll work in radio. Oh, you're JP I hear you. And then they think all – Howard Stern money. All of a sudden you're so wealthy. I'm like <laughs> you know, oh I'd probably do better off working in, in and out, to be to be perfectly honest. But uh yeah, still doesn't matter though. I there's something to be said about doing what you love versus not. It's not a job to me. It's 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 life, and I absolutely love it. And that's why this guy, it's where I met him, and he yeah. decided, hey, can we do a podcast, middle of the pandemic? Uh, you work in radio. You, you can know how to do all these things. We should do a podcast. Here we are, like sixteen months later, and Bill Ryder's on the show. Wow, freaking crazy! <laughs> and he's about to get his ass kicked by uh, Berkman. That's right. We had Randy <laughs> Couture on, and uh, he even said it, it, it'd be a good idea.
2: Couture a good
0: it, it, guy. He is. He's awesome. Yeah,
2: yeah, he's a good dude. I meant the, I mean, the
0: Chuck Norris thing, dude. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I threw it off there. Nick, we drill. have a little segment we like to do near right. the end of a podcast, Bill. Um, right. It's kind of a radio segment. He doesn't understand okay. that, but uh, it's the Fast Five. We're going to ask you five questions. Don't think about it. It can be one-word answers. You yeah, know, I, I don't need to train Bill. Another
2: drill. Right. I'm ready. You He's need to train up. me. I'm even going to zip up my hoodie to get ready. To I've get been me. trying,
0: and I might throw in a couple of my own afterwards just because. Okay. All
2: right.
0: Are we ready?
1: Let's do this. Favorite athlete that you have interviewed?
2: LeBron James.
1: Okay. Who is going to the Super Bowl this year?
2: The Kansas City Chiefs. You want both? You want both I want sides? Both, of the I want both. These Rams.
1: Ooh, See, that's I, a I, safe bet. Yeah. That's a very safe bet. It yeah, is, that, I'm still going for Niners. They're they're gonna make it somehow. They're I,
2: good. I, I mean, maybe that's a good division. He's a Niner fan.
1: <laughs> Favorite meal to cook for your kids?
2: A Catalan dish. We're into Catalan food randomly. That is a, a whole chicken separated into eight pieces with, like, an onion-garlic paste and, like, an orange flavoring, among other things. Dude, I'm
0: in. When you're done with the ping-pong thrashing I'm going to give you, right. can you make oh, that dude, for us? I can amazing. cook. I, I can cook, actually. All right.
1: You got so, it. so I'm rocking the keto thing, and that sounds, like, right up my alley. It's so good. Oh,
2: it, man. Oh, my God. it's a, It takes, like, eight hours to make. But I, I just – Open a beer, some beer and just, like, chill. And Imagine to me.
0: fly or take a boat over to Catalina and make that Catalina dish on Catalina. Oh, yeah. You get an Inception-y. Ooh, there we go. Uh, All okay, right, go ahead. Funniest parenting fail.
2: Oh, man. Um When my daughter – am I allowed to swear on this podcast? Fuck. Yeah. When my, when my, when my daughter – so I, I, I swear too much. And when my daughter was um, four – she was in her in her room getting ready for for day, daycare, and my my wife and I were watching. I so was like, "Oh, it's so cute, sweet little moment." She's like, "I'm gonna, I'm a princess, and I'm gonna go to school." And then she went to put her sweater on. She goes, "I can't get my fucking sweater on." <laughs> my nice. wife looked at me, is like,
0: "You fix it." <laughs> he's got a, 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 a same story that just happened,
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> with his one <one-year-old.
2: laughs> year old. With your one year old, that's early. You got early.
0: Which one? I'll say I'll tell
1: the uh, the masking one. We're at Walmart right and so my daughter is like totally against masks and against the vaccine and she goes to church and stuff all the time which there's nothing against church but her church is very anti-vax anti-mask and I'm like Emma don't be an idiot wear your mask and my little guy heard that so we're in Walmart a couple hours later and some lady walks by us not wearing a mask and he points and goes idiot (laughs) and I'm like oh shit (laughs) But yeah, or, or like I'll drop something while I'm cooking and you'll be like, ah, oh, shit, dad. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> All
2: right, that reminds me of my second parenting fail. Same sort of thing. I was in Kansas City and I was in a car and a guy like almost hit me and my kids with his car and then like flicked me off. So I sped up. I shouldn't have to the light with him. And I rolled me. He's, like, he's like, fuck you, asshole. And I roll my window, my kids in the back. And I go, I got two kids in the car. I didn't think about it. And he like looked horrified and drove off. So the next day we're driving, somebody cuts us off, and I hear my daughter in the background is <laughs> three, go, dude, I got two kids in this car, man. And now, whenever anything happens in the car, my both my children will yell at 12 and 9. Like if I cut someone off or I honk at someone, dude, I've got two kids in this car. Because kids <laughs> are impressionable. Sponges.
1: It it's crazy. <laughs> All right. Last question. Right. You could have a billboard with anything on it. What would it be?
2: Oh man, that's a- I mean, I hate the ego of this, but it would be listen to Writer Than You on Odyssey's app. That's what it would be. I want like, to, like, lie you. I love this dude.
1: Holy crap. Let's right. Picture <laughs> of me in
2: L.A. on the 405 with Writer Than You. You should be listening in you know, the Odyssey app or whatever.
1: All right. So, uh, oh, when we first started this podcast, oh. within a week, I got a. I bought us a billboard on the busiest street in Medford. It said the number one parenting podcast in the world. With our fucking pictures on it.
2: (laughs) How much did that cost? I want one. How much did it cost? Well, thankfully, it it wasn't that bad. Four
1: hundred bucks for the month, and it was it was like one of those rotating billboards that just digital comes on every like. Yeah,
0: it was. It was pretty cool. It was kind of. It was
1: more of a joke just to piss people off, and
0: yeah, but you know, me being, (laughs) you know, kind of a face in this community for many, many, many years, and then you know, I've had billboards and what are advertising the stations i've worked on and me and do whatever but i see that and i read the tag number one parenting pod and i just look at it i call them up immediately i'm still standing in front of it just staring <laughs> and going number one parenting pod really okay look we're good parents and all but i think that might be a little bit of a reach dude you, you
1: know what we are now though we're in the top 10 in the country in parenting podcasts so yeah, hey, it was a little, little foreshadowing. A little foreshadowing.
0: Now I'm, I'm. Like I said, I, I'm a fan and I listen to the show religiously when I can. Now that I can, I'm adding a simple question and 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 yes or no. You don't have to get into detail. You don't even have to answer this one, Bill. But I'll answer. Is part of you somewhere deep inside pretty glad that Phoenix didn't win that title? Yes. Because of a certain player. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I made me a bad person. Oh, no, 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 no. I get it. I listened, So it's like, I get it. We don't need to go any farther with that. But I had to know. I, I, and I was thinking of you, man. I'm like, I was. I, I, I had I had money on Phoenix. I had a lot of and money. Who wouldn't money. have, right? And,
2: and, and,
0: like from the beginning of
2: the finals. Like mm-hmm. I had like I know, 18 to 1, whatever it was. And we had So we were going to win either way. And I like most of the guys in that team. And I met the one of the owners on a flight. And I was rooting. I, you know how, like, in sports you think you are you feel something, but the game reveals it? I was so happy when they lost. <laughs> like, that makes
0: me a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I understand, oh, man. That's great. Nick, I'll tell you exactly what I'm talking about and the story behind oh, yeah. that afterwards. Um, speaking of betting, did you hear about the guy who laid a 16 parlay yesterday or over the weekend? He laid a straight money line. And he hit fifteen of sixteen going into last night, and he needed Detroit to win. Twenty-five dollar bet, paid seventy-five grand if it hit, and Detroit loses that game last night. Can you imagine? He laid off. He laid it. Off at all? He, he, laid it he, he it was a twenty-five dollar bet. All hey, do six to be like, how do you come up with thirty grand to just bet? Well, no, no, he bet twenty. It was a twenty-five dollar bet. Oh, I get it. But I just, I mean, what I'm saying is like he, he could have bet, um, great. $30,000
2: in the Packers and just locked in a win or whatever.
0: Right. Exactly. But he, yeah, hurt. I read that article yesterday and, and I oh. was rooting for some random guy. I never heard of for Detroit oh, to win last night. So he'd hit, but yeah. Why are you laying a 16 team parlay? What are that's the odds? Burning
2: your, you're burning your money.
0: That's yeah. It. Right. So I told my I told my lady this story, and she immediately we got a, a an app that was just Oregon has been very very uh, anti online betting, and they finally released it a year and a half, two years ago, an app. It's called Scoreboard Online lo- Oregon Lottery Betting App, and uh, we are not sponsored by the Oregon Lottery App, by the way. Just disclose that yeah. can't bet on college ball, but she decided to go. I- I'm going to do the same thing, and she bet all the dogs next week. $5 bet will pay out a million dollars. I'm like, I'm Whoa. like, you know what? If you want to throw $5 away, go ahead. But in the small chance that that were to hit, it would be the greatest hit in the history of all things. And we'd have a million dollars, but I am telling you, honey, the Jags aren't going to win.
1: <laughs> it's, yeah, if, you know, if, it's, if he does happen to win, can we buy a bigger studio? Yes.
0: Yes. And we can buy like we can buy like four of those right there. We can. Yes. Oh, I have a green screen, by the way. If you couldn't tell, that is not my kickass studio, Bill. I'm sure you I figured that one it out.
1: Was
2: for a minute, and then I was like, "Oh, it's a green screen, but it's a good, it's a good one."
0: Yeah, I know. It looks good. It, it makes me makes me look, makes me long look long very wealthy.
1: It
2: does. I actually was like, "Man, that guy's got a lot of guitars." <laughs>
0: <laughs> he. Oh wait. Oh wait. Was that it for the Fast Five, Nick? That's did, it. did we get through it? Yeah. Okay. And then I got a couple add-on, extra bonus from JP. Um, In your opinion, Bill, who? And this is all sports. Greatest athlete in the history of all time.
2: Of all sports. All sports. I got. Can I go tie? I got. It's either Jordan or Messi. I think it's Jordan.
0: Okay. Okay. My, My my I. I I, I've, I I go a little deeper. I, I,
2: I mean Muhammad Ali. That,
0: yeah. that's my choice, Ali.
2: Yeah, it's
1: it's a really hard question. That's a great question. and see, see, I, I would have gone Sanders. Like he Dion
0: Prime Time yeah, or Barry?
1: No, Dion Sanders, baseball and football. Man, was killing it in two different sports. Yeah,
2: I think for me, I could like geek out over this. It's probably Muhammad Ali, actually. As I, as I think about it.
0: Are the Raiders going to make the playoffs this year?
2: No, they're the Raiders. (sighs) Sorry, dude. I want to be wrong. I'm going to timestamp this.
0: 55 minutes, 55 seconds.
2: (laughs) I want to be wrong. I'm not very (laughs) often, but I want to be.
0: And who's? I should know this. Who's your NFL team that who you root for?
2: So I'm a Bears fan, but I also hate them so much with a burning passion that I that like it's I'm very conflicted. But I was raised a Bears fan.
0: Okay, my lady's a Bears fan, even though she's been kind of switching to the dark side lately with the Raiders, which I don't understand. You can't do that. If you're a fan of a fan, you're a fan. That's it. Period. Drop I'm it. On. I'm
2: stuck. I'm like born into it. I don't want to be. Yeah. I'm born
0: into it. I got no problem with the Bears. I went to. I'm In fact, I'm trying to go to that game in Vegas as well. That should be good.
2: Oh, man. That stadium's going to be amazing. Have you been there? No.
0: Oh, I took the tour a few, about a month awesome. ago before the season started, and they take you into a uh... <sighs> spoiler alert. Do you not want me to tell you? Yeah, okay, so they, they, they give you the whole tour and they take you into the locker room and then they get crazy strict. Put your phones down and they have security come to make sure that your phones are in your pocket, they're not on. Something crazy is going to happen. They dim the lights. You're inside the Raiders locker room and then hologram John Gruden appears and he gives a, you know, a rah, 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 hoot, rah, go out there, win, etc., etc. Knock on wood if you're with me. And it's like he's, the technology is so advanced and so good with that hologram that he's there with you and the entire, you know, tour is, you're like the team and uh, it's really cool. And and then they take you into the press box and they take you up where the media goes and we got to go in the TV box and then they took us on the field and it's just that stadium, man. Other than SoFi, which I hear is more like glitz and glammy stadium. The Allegiant is a pure, pure football stadium and it's so beautiful and so well laid out. I'm going to get to each of those this year. I hope I'm going to try. Yeah. you I, I'd love to go to sofa. i want to check out the charger game, hopefully. And, and if we get Stafford on mean, you know, we, who knows, maybe we get the hook up. I, I'm going to throw it, you know, we name drop a lot, but I'm going to absolutely do field, field passes. Stafford. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> exactly. Let's up with your boy. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. will lie to him and tell him that I will become a Ram fan. If, if I can get those <laughs> fingers crossed for one day, et cetera, et cetera. But <laughs> Good stuff. All right, man. Well, dude, we are pretty much it there. Are, are you? So, are you in this? How how far is your studios from your house?
2: Well, it used to be fifteen minutes, but apparently traffic's bad because it took me. Um, oh yeah, the four hundred five, man. yeah. So it's ba- I'm in Culver City, so it's a it's a four hundred five, or or maybe I'll just it's like a Culver route. 30, call it like thirty minutes.
0: The four hundred five is literally the reason I moved to Oregon. It's a good reason. The, worst. <laughs> the 405 is evil. Yeah, Unless it's 3.30 to 4.30 a.m., I do not ever want to go on the 405 for any reason whatsoever. It is... Ugh. I'm going
2: to be on it 10 minutes after this conversation ends, and it's going to suck.
0: Yeah, oh, Well, my hearts and thoughts and prayers are with <laughs> you, man. He is Bill Ryder. He is the host of the sports talk show Writer Than You on CBS Sports Radio. He's been an amazing guest. Thank you for taking time out of your day, man. Uh, we... Have a date with destiny, just so you know, oh, going to remind I'm you, <laughs> yep, I'm ready. Train it up. Get that ping pong action. Go left. Go right. Do what you got to do. Maybe we can play some doubles. You know, I'll bring a celebrity. Maybe Berkman will agree to be my uh, my my teammate, Nick. And <laughs> then you, you can
2: agree breaks. Nick and <laughs> <Yes. That's right. laughs>
1: I show up and I've got two fucking casts
0: on my arms and shit, <laughs> <laughs> neck brace. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. For oh, making man. an appearance on DadCast, man. You've been amazing, uh, Nick, until we yeah, meet man. again. And for everyone yeah. watching, whether you're listening or watching on the YouTube channel, please like up, subscribe, do a lot of stuff, comment, uh, listen to Bill's show. You can check him out on CBS Sports Radio. And you did mention an app. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Bill. Odyssey app. Get on there. Boom. There it is. And we'll see you all next week. All right. See ya.